You're listening to an Arts Mitten podcast. You are currently listening to Arts Mitten here on Sin with Zach and Josh. Josh, how are you going? I'm going all right. I'm not on the panel for this segment because we have a phone interview coming up and I don't know how to do those. <laughs> oh, we sure do. Actually, we don't have one coming up. We have one right now. We are talking with Jude Pearl. Jude, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. How are you going today? Um, I'm very good. Um, yeah, just enjoying the beautiful Melbourne weather and, um, yeah, going good. Amazing. So, Jude, you are a Melbourne-based singer, songwriter, comedian, currently putting together an album and a four-part musical web series, Sugar Hope Records, yes? That's right, yeah. And we're releasing it all next week. Um, so it's it's been a project that I've been working on for over five years because, you know, uh, indie, self-funded, shoestring budget uh, kind of vibe. So it's taken a long time to put it together. So, um, so yeah, it's four, it's four sort of 10-minute episodes and next week we're screening it um, at Classic Cinemas with uh, my band will be playing in between each episode. So it'll be like live band, screening, a big multi-dimensional, uh, multi-genre performance experience. <laughs> That sounds super exciting. What 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 is it kind of about? Can you give us a little bit of a synopsis? Sure. So it's based off of a solo show that I wrote back in 2016, and it, the story is kind of a uh, a jingle writer who works at a sugar company who wants to be a serious uh, music artist, a serious pop artist, and and the story is kind of following her attempts at trying to be a you know super sexy pop artist and not always um, hitting the brief quite as much as she would like. And can you tell us a bit about some of the music that's in the show, or the musical styles that people can expect to hear from the album and the show? Sure. Well, there's um, it's quite varied on the album, especially. There's a lot of like pastiche stuff, you know, sort of. And and we've released two music videos already, and you know, one of them is kind of like a an '80s power ballad send up, and you know, there's lots of kind of pop sort of send-up type songs. And then um, there's also like a lot of, I guess it's more in that music theatre cabaret style um, songs. And yeah, just, it's. I mean, I know it's very cliche when artists say this, but it's really hard to put it into one category. But um, yeah, just a big a big range of, of uh, styles and genres on the album and in the web series as well. I guess, could you tell us, like, was there any specific show that kind of inspired it or that you might compare it to? Well, definitely, like, Flight of the Concords is a big, um, in terms of music comedy, I mean, I think they're, like, the the masters of, of that, both, like, on stage and in their shows. So, I mean, I think that's, uh, it's sort of been compared to that a little bit, um, which, you know, I mean, I'd be very honoured with that comparison, obviously. Uh, and... Uh, you know, it's a lot of like awkward kind of humor as well. The sort of um, uh, not because I myself am awkward, but you know, I'm actually really cool and normal of generally. Course. But yeah. Um, yeah. you know, just to play the part, I thought I would try and make it a bit more awkward. But yeah, no, I'm super cool normally. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, we're all super cool. Oh, we. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, yeah. And and you developed this show over a, a period of time. Did that also include through the pandemic and lockdowns as well? Yeah, and we act like we did actually manage to shoot 
some of it like kind of in between lockdowns or we, you know, there was a, a point where we, you know, we got permission to shoot um, a few things. So it's like we did our first shoot in January 2018. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been quite a big process. And um, and we did the last shoots kind of middle of this year. So, um, yeah, so there might be some shots where it's like in one frame I'm in my late 20s and in the next frame I'm in my mid-30s and I've gone through a pandemic. So hopefully it's not too obvious that the aging process has happened between shots. But, you know, that's just, that's cinema, you know. It's, that's just how it goes sometimes. <laughs> and was it the plan always to make both an album and a web series? No, it started off as just wanting to make a music video. And um, so I, the web series is me and two other like head creators like uh, me and Cameron Zayak and Cecilia Lau have made it with me and um, we I kind of approached them as being like a, hey can I make a I want I want to shoot this music video and we were sort of planning that I'm like oh it'd be cool to do a little scene before you know like uh, you know like thriller you know just a something that's you know just like a little scene and then the music video and then it just sort of grew and became like oh maybe we could shoot one more music video and and then eventually um, it became this, this sort of four episodes, like, web, you know, web series episodes. Just a series of music videos that slowly just turned into a musical? <laughs> yeah, just, it just got out of hand. You know how it is with music videos. They just, they take over you before you have a chance to even stop them. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it can happen that way where you start doing one thing and then it just keeps building on. Did, like, in the production of that, as you were kind of turning it into a musical or, like, a web series rather than just an album, did kind of the content change at all or was it pretty much the same uh, as what you'd envisioned? It's changed a lot. Like, I think, I mean, the basic storyline of this main character, you know, working in advertising and wanting to be a serious music artist, like, that's obviously stayed there the whole time, and which is sort of all, you know, I kind of wrote that just in my sort of frustration at how the music and advertising industry is so kind of incestuously intertwined. But then, like, a lot of um, the other story elements, especially, like, as the we get late, like, into the third and fourth episode, like, a lot of that stuff was, we, we kind of, rewrote and changed as as we went and um yeah it became it actually yeah turned into something quite different um but yeah so it did change a lot yeah that's great it's great and it sounds like as it kind of developed it took on a bit of a i don't know it sounds like it got a bit more of a firmer identity i guess yeah i think so yeah like i mean because it obviously came from a solo show that i wrote like the um we, you know, we, you know, we sort of wrote so many different iterations. Well, I, like, cause I, I wrote it and wrote all these different iterations of it. I think, um, yeah, it did, it did just kind of become its own, like the, the world, the visual world of it that obviously you can't have in a, in a solo comedy show like that, that kind of became a, its own sort of character almost. Um, but yeah, so definitely, um, yeah, it kind of grew into its own thing as we made it speaking of the like the world what were some of the sets and costumes like did you work real like with really elaborate setting and costume designs we um well uh there was some i guess uh guerrilla shooting happening there was like a few 
uh, maybe I shouldn't uh, say this, but there's a couple of abandoned uh, places. We're like, I think we could shoot here and I think it'll be fine. And um, that we sort of dressed up as much as we could. And the, um, the cost, like, yeah, there was, I mean, it's very, very colorful and very, um, you know, quite vibrant looking. So there was a lot of, um, you know, kind of wacky costumes and stuff placed in there too. Yeah. And was those, were those sets and locations and abandoned places that we won't be talking about, were they inspired by the <laughs> genres of the music and the, or which, which kind of came first? Uh, it was really inspired by what was available for us to shoot, right, right. <laughs> to shoot at. So, yeah, yeah, it was, um, it was like, hey, this is, we can get this. Can we make that work? Yes, we can. I'm, I mean, look, I don't mean to ruin the illusion and the magic of, of it all, but, uh, yeah, there was, there was a lot of, like, what, what is what is available to us to use and kind of going with that. And sometimes having like a lot of limitations can kind of help you make a decision about what you're going to, it's like, well, that's what it's going to be. So let's go with that. And um, yeah, so it, it can be like a good thing as well. Can you tell us a bit more about the, uh, the screening that's happening with the band? Sure. So we're doing three shows, um, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week, and um, uh, it's so yeah. So we're because it's a web series. It's, you know, we obviously it's not really usual that you would get to see it on a big screen, and just because we've been working on it for so long, we just really wanted to have a chance to to just celebrate it and have it on the big screen at least once. And um, and you know, it's my band is going to play. Um, other songs from the album in between so it's it's kind of like you'll see all four episodes and in between each episode you'll get to get to hear five piece bands rocking out some satirical lyrics uh set to some funky sounds super cool (laughs) i'm not very good at describing my own music obviously but um yeah and um (laughs) so you said there were some songs that are on the album that aren't in the web series yeah, so the, there's um, that are there are songs that are kind of from the original solo show that we um, did weren't able to put into the actual web series. Um, I would say maybe like half of the songs on the album appear in the, in the web series, or maybe a bit more, and then the others are sort of still part of the story, but not in the actual um, episodes. And looking at the cast list that you've got um, for the shows, you're working with people like Bert Labonte and Mark Bonanno from Arnie Donna. What was the process of working with these people like? Well, they're just really nice people. And so um, they're very, like, supportive of, I guess, uh, grassroots projects like this. And, you know, they all kind of understand how, you know, stuff like this is just it's a labor of love and they were all like really generous. And I mean, I've, I've worked, I've worked with Bert like uh, nine years ago, we, we did a show together and we've just been really good friends since. And, um, and he's, he plays a huge part in this. He's, you know, the, the other lead part in the show. So um, he's been involved super heavily and yeah, it's been so, he's just such a legend. And, and Mike was the same, like he's, um, so I've known him through comedy and he's, uh, all the Auntie Donna boys, they're just like, they're such generous, lovely guys that really understand how, that it's its hard to make stuff. So they're really supportive of other people's projects. Um, so it's just nice people being nice. 
Mm, coming on board. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Uh, if people want to find out more or find more of your work, where can they find you? So just on my uh, social media pages, like um, I'm just uh, at Jude Pearl um, on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, and it's and Pearl is spelt weirdly. It's P E R L for so no no A because who's got time for the A? Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, my link tree on there has got information about upcoming things and you can join my email list if you want and um yeah so it's all kind of on there thanks so much for joining us thanks for having me thanks for listening to an art smitten podcast you can listen to art smitten live every saturday from 12 p.m on sin (laughs) 